All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus. My name, just a short little 55 minutes of fury. Welcome, Christian Television Network. That's why we get off tonight early, as, as always, at 1130. Instead of 90 minutes, doing 55 minutes. Let's hop right into it. Nick Sorter video. Just have to show you this. Actually, you can just run it side by side, Will, if you can, or Aaron, if you can. Here, here's what he wrote. I know this question has to be asked again, but who the heck is running the country? Now, what's going on here exactly? This is Joe Biden heading out on day. So today is actually 366. This was yesterday. Heading out on day 365 of vacation since he's been president of the United States. So the interesting thing about this little uh, video is that he's actually coming back from vacation in uh, Rehoboth Beach, uh, Delaware, for his, his beach house mansion. And now he's going to Wilmington, Delaware, to his other mansion on vacation. 365 days on vacation, a full year of vacation out of the two, two, two and a half years that he's been president of the United States. Think, think about that. 365 days. And, the real, and again, the oddest thing of all, he's coming back from vacation to go on vacation. That's the president of the United States. That's why you don't put masks on. That's why you don't social distance. That's why you don't close your businesses at the behest of the government because you end up with a fraudulent election and this guy gets elected as we watch him go off on day 365 of vacation out of two and a half years. All right, let's go to the next one. I have to show you this because once again, Joe Biden is setting records and we need to acknowledge whenever it is that he sets records. It's very important that we acknowledge his accomplishments. So here's his accomplishments, along with his predecessor. Well, not his predecessor. That would be Donald Trump. But his Democratic predecessor, Barack Hussein Obama. Because both of them, Biden and Obama, the two Democratic presidents, are the country's own are the on, are the country's only credit downgrades ever. The only two presidents that have ever accomplished a credit downgrade in the United States. You're hearing everybody talk about right now, Bidenomics and unemployment numbers. They're all fraudulent. Yeah, we're paying on average $10,000. Everybody get this in the studio right now? We're paying, every, every family in this room is paying on average $10,000 a year more in only two and a half years. That's what, for our monthly, weekly grocery gas expenses, $10,000 a year more. So you've, unless you've gotten a $10,000 raise, you are losing money. Yeah. Understand that. And I just, this is bigger than this. Because we're now a double A rated country, double A. For the first time, I believe in my lifetime, we're a double A instead of triple A rated country as far as our credit rating. In the history of our country, we have never, ever, ever been double uh, A, which is what we are now. And they're always talking about Bidenomics and the, that inflation is down. And, and let's understand something about inflation. Inflation means the cost of things that are going up is still going up three to 4% all the time. That's how much things are going up. It's, not, it's no great accomplishment that it's come down from 9% to 3% because everything's still going up 3%. And when, when, when Joe Biden took office, inflation was 1.9%. But Biden and Obama are the only two presidents in history to ever accomplish having our credit downgraded. Only two in the history of our country. Just so whenever you're hearing Bidenomics, you know what's really happening. $10,000 a year increase in your expenses, and our credit has been downgraded for the first time. Well, first, well for the first time in history from AAA uh, to, to AA. And these are the only two presidents that have ever presided over credit downgrades. Barack Hussein Obama and Joseph Robinette Biden. All right, on to vaccines. Lots of things are happening. You may not, 
You may, you're never going to hear about it in the United States. And, but right now you won't hear about it at all because the, just like nobody's being prosecuted that should be prosecuted, obviously there's numerous officials inside the FBI that need to be prosecuted, in the DOJ that need to be prosecuted, Hunter Biden should be prosecuted, Joe Biden should be prosecuted, many other people should be prosecuted, Jack Smith should be prosecuted, and numerous others. Nancy Pelosi should be prosecuted. I mean, Hillary Clinton, I mean, on and on and on I could go. But of course, nobody's being prosecuted because the DOJ is controlled by the Democrats, controlled by the bourgeois leftist elitist globalist, which is the Democratic Party. These are not Americans. Under the, they, they have the rights of Americans because they have a birth certificate. But these are, not Amer- these are not Americans because Americans are constitutionalists. Americans are federalists. Americans are people that believe in a democratic republic. These are not people who believe any of that. They believe that America is a globalist state and they are governors over a globalist state run out of Beijing, China, run by the CCP, run by the PLA, run by the World Economic Forum, run by Klaus Schwab, run by Xi Jinping. That's what they honestly believe and are perfectly willing to cede American autonomy, American sovereignty to those organizations. Please understand that. Perfectly willing. They believe it's for the greater good where eventually you're going to have a world of haves and have-nots of which all the Democrats will be the haves. People like you and I will be the have-nots. They leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. You have to beg for everything. There'll be check marks that you have to you have to have on your, the, the singular access point controlled by them will be a QR-coded mark of the beast on your phone that eventually will be a QR-coded mark of the beast literally on your right hand or on your forehead. And you got to have certain check marks on there that you agree with lopping off penises and breasts that you're okay with calling men women and women men, that you took in all your 57 vaccines per year and everything else, short lifespan, you'll have to check all those boxes to be able to buy anything at a grocery store, to buy a movie ticket, to buy an airplane uh, pass or anything else. If I ever get to the, I have an entire expose on 1-6. I have an entire expose on climate change. I keep not getting to any of these things because I keep blithering on and on and on about it. But right now they're trying to limit it, basically, in Great Britain, they want the, the airplane industry to be cut in half by 2030. 2030, and basically nobody will be able to fly but the bourgeois leftist elitist. But again, I don't want to digress into this because I want to get to vaccines. And my point was, is you're not hearing a lot about vaccines because the people who tell you about the vaccines are the people who are liable for the destruction that the vaccines have caused. All the injuries and all the deaths. All the infirmities that the vaccines have caused. It's just like and again, I keep digressing, but Jack Smith is prosecuting Donald Trump to hide Jack Smith's crimes. Jack Smith is prosecuting Donald Trump to hide Jack Smith's malfeasance. That should never happen. Jack Smith's wife's a donor to Michelle Obama, a, do- a donor to the Democratic Party, not a donor to Michelle Obama, but she actually wrote a glowing expose of Michelle Obama, Democratic hack, Democratic donor. But he's covering up for his own malfeasance in the DOJ, and he's covering for the malfeasance of his own taskmasters, well, yes, Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, covering for all of these people, formerly James Comey, also covering for all their malfeasance. You should never have somebody prosecuting you who is covering for their own malfeasance via that prosecution. And when that prosecution is actually prosecuting somebody for the crimes that the prosecutor himself committed. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. So that never, that never should be happening. So right now, the CDC, the FDA, the NIH, the NIAID, you're not hearing anything about vaccine injuries. They will not release hospitalization data for those that are dying of COVID, that are dying of... Right now, we have 
We basically have another variant of Omicron out there right now. More people have died, as you hear me say about every podcast, of the least virulent variant of all. This is a common cold. It's latest manifestation for those of us who are unvaccinated, who are pure bloods. And if you are vaccinated, we do pray over you right now and have you delivered from the ill effects of that vaccine. But for those of us who are vaccinated, the latest variants of Omicron that are coming out right now, there will be nothing more than a scratchy throat or runny nose. Nothing more than that. Nothing at all. I bound all those things. I'll never catch it. You bind it. It's bound, Matthew 16, 13. But for those latest, for those, for the latest variants to come out, it's going to be nothing but a common cold. But the thing is, what there, and more people have died of the common cold. Just please understand this, because that is, this is the facts going into this. And I know that you hear me say this all the time. I can't tell you the data in, in, in the United States because... They've closed down the data. And why would you ever close down the data? It comes back to the verse that I tell you that I use all the time. John chapter 3, verse 20. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. They do not want to release the data because it will, it will expose their murderous ways. I mean that. Murderous ways. They knew. They knew what the Pfizer trial said. And again, I don't want to spend, I won't ever get to the videos, but they knew what the Pfizer trial said. They knew 1,200 people died in the Pfizer trial. They knew 28 out of 32 women miscarried in the Pfizer trial. They knew all of that going in, and they labeled it safe and effective. They knew Pfizer never even tried to see if the vaccine stopped transmission and infection, then said that it stopped transmission and infection, and mandated it on the basis of it stopping transmission and infection to all federal employees, to our entire military, and tried to mandate it to every, every company with more than, I can't remember how, exactly how many employees I think it was. It was 100. It was 100? Yeah. More than 100 employees. I'm going to say 500, Aaron, I believe Aaron. So more than 100 employees. That's what they, that was the man. And I have all the proof of that tonight. So I, the reason why I'm telling you all this is I can't show you American videos because we're not having any of these hearings. We're not having any of these. We will have these hearings. I believe that we'll get to them. Right now, we're all caught up on all this Biden malfeasance, this Biden bribery, and this Biden treason. And I do not hold back on any of those words. I'm not pull back on any of those words. Biden bribery, Biden treason. All right, so let's get to this. So we're going to have to default to a country that surprisingly still releases at least some of its medical data and some of its vaccine data. So let's go to Australia. They are actually having really what I consider to be, they almost look like Nuremberg trials, but they're not. There's no criminality you know, that's at play here. Nobody's going to jail yet. But all these people need to be going to jail. And Pfizer themselves are having to answer questions. So let me show you this montage. Malcolm Roberts' uh, video, Pfizer under question. Play for me, Will. Does the indemnity you have with the government extend to providing you with indemnity in the situation where an employee is forced by their employer to undergo vaccination and then experiences harm? And if, if you do have indemnity, I want the proof. Uh, Senator, any indemnity agreements between uh, Pfizer and the Australian government are confidential uh, and we are not uh, able to discuss that in this forum. Why are they confidential? Because as a taxpayer, I paid for those injections even though I didn't take any. Why are they confidential from taxpayers? 26 million Australians. Senator, what are you hiding? Senator, indemnity agreements between the Australian government and private organisations such as Pfizer are confidential. I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Why? To that. Is it true that Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines were de developed initially as countermeasures for the American Department of Defence? Uh, Senator, our sole focus from the start of this pandemic has been to discover, develop, 
and supply a safe and effective vaccine. I didn't ask you about your focus. I asked you, is it true that Pfizer's COVID-19 injections, vaccines, were developed initially as countermeasures for the American Department of Defence, as experts have told? Is Senator, it true? The vaccine was developed to address the dire global public health emergency that became rapidly apparent in the early part of 2020. That was the only reason for which the Pfizer vaccine was developed. We're very proud of the role that the Pfizer vaccine has demonstrated clearly in protecting the health of hundreds of millions of people around the world and enabling countries, borders and societies. There you go again, another appeal to authority another appeal to, to consensus and appeal to numbers. That's not what I ask. Have you had any association? Did Pfizer research the long-term effects and risk profile of its COVID-19 vaccine prior to release? Long-term. Uh, uh, again, as part of an application to any regulatory authority, <laughs> the data that we gather and present are used to determine whether or not the regulatory authority feels that the uh, medicinal product may be licensed and supplied to patients. Again, you and failed to answer my question in a shifting responsibility to the TGA. And I'll be out. So basically, let's look at this now. Let's go with indemnity first, which means a release from all liability. That's what indemnity means. It means if they injure anybody, that they are, they are released from liability. They don't have to pay for the injury. They don't have to pay for the hospitalization. Don't have to pay for the person's long-term care. Don't have to pay for the millions of people that will have funerals. They're not going to have to pay for any of that because of indemnity. And they're actually asked by the government. Senator Malcolm Roberts is a senator in Australia. Is a senator. So he's asked by the government. So Pfizer, those are two Pfizer hacks right there. Notice they answer absolutely nothing. Those questions were very easy. Yes or no. Answer none of them, but we'll go over that. So he's asked about the indemnity agreements for Pfizer. And, the Fi and Pfizer answers with, I can't discuss it with you because they're classified with the government, of which he's answering that to the government. I can't discuss it with you because it's classified with the government. Malcolm Roberts is the government. They could, they could have said, you know, we'll discuss it with you off camera or whatever it is. But no, they're not going to discuss it with the government because it's classified with the government. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes, it makes a lot of, you're like, Tom, none of this, I know none of it makes any sense. Mandating a vaccine based on that it stops transmission and infection when they never even tried it to see if it stopped transmission and infection as publicly acknowledged makes absolutely no sense. I understand that. None of this makes any sense to say that you can't discuss your government agreement with the freaking government makes no sense whatsoever. I know. You, Tom, you're getting all fired. I know. Insanity drives me nuts. Absolute idiocy drives me bananas. You want to be, you want to have your opinions, have your opinions. But if you're stupid and you're an idiot it, and you're a liar, it drives me nuts. This man never answered one question. Not one question. All right, on to the next thing. As I've been telling you, how long do you think it's been, Aaron? A couple months, several months, many months, that I've been saying that this was a DOD response. Yeah, at least that. Yeah. It, right, it's been, right? Yeah. Several, well, months, yeah. maybe over a year. Yeah. This is a deal. This is how they got the EUA. They got the EUA two ways. The emergency use authorization in the United States of America. They got it two ways by suppressing hydroxychloroquine, by suppressing ivermectin, by suppressing monoclonal th therapies, by suppressing sunlight, 
was by suppressing zinc and vitamin D and everything else. They suppressed all of those things. So there is a viable option to your horrific mRNA clot jab, your mRNA gene therapy, if there is any, which is not therapeutic at all, ADE causing, clot causing, heart attack causing vaccine. If there's any alternative to that, you do not qualify for an EUA. So they suppressed all that. Another way to get the EUA is to make it a bioweapons response, a response to a bioweapons attack, which is what they did. And listen, you're like, Tom, that would implicate Trump. Yes, it would. I love Donald Trump. I'm voting for Donald Trump. I'm just telling you, he didn't do a good job here. He didn't look into anything. He believed people he shouldn't have believed. You don't believe the garden gnome. You don't believe the garden gnome. The bourgeois leftist, elitist, Hillary supporting leftist, well, I already said leftist, World Economic Forum hack, Anthony Fauci. You don't believe him. You don't believe the FDA. You don't believe the NH. They're all run. I mean, come on, Francis Collins. You're going to believe Francis Collins? He's a leftist. I don't care if he calls himself a a born-again Christian. He's not. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He is a liar. You don't believe these people. So this was a DOD response. Pfizer asked point blank, was this part of a, was your vaccine development run by or part of a DOD countermeasure response to a bioweapon? What was their answer? Our vax was developed to address an emergency and we're proud of the role that it played. <laughs> how's, that a, how's that a response to a question? How's that an answer to a question? And all the Christians lined up to take this. And I know 565 people are on. Please switch over Rumble if you're watching on any other platform but CTN right now. And if you are on CTN, listen to me. Sometimes they drop me in these various locations because I, I don't know if you noticed, I'm a little inflammatory. <laughs> a little controversial. So sometimes CTN drops me in, in various, they won't drop me here locally in Florida, but, or I have, I mean, I actually, actually have an international broadcast going on, but in certain locales, they pick me up and they drop me. Please download, download the Rumble app. I know some of you hate technology. I'm a tech illiterate, but one of the very few things I ever did on my own without Aaron's help was download the Rumble app, or my son's help was download the Rumble app myself. Just do it, and then you can see every podcast, no matter what. Some of you wait till Saturday night. Listen, I'm on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Please get it. So, the deal, it was a DOD response. Just side note, I don't make any money off Rumble. It was a DOD response from day one. Last question, did Pfizer research their long-term effects? Uh, Their answer was, well, the CDC in Australia, I forgot the name of it, the CDC of Australia, it's like ADA or whatever it is, the CDC of Australia said it was good. Did you, the question is, did Pfizer research its long-term side effects of the vaccine? Uh, The CDC said it was fine. Oh, great. Fantastic. Didn't answer one question. Let's go to the next one. Rukshan Fernando video. Pfizer just blatantly uh, just blatantly misled the Australian parliament. If they can lie so casually, makes you wonder what else they're hiding from Australians. Take a look at this video. Play it for me. Does your contract with the government for supply of COVID injections include a clause that negates your indemnity in the event of Pfizer committing a crime such as fraudulent treatment of trial data? Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. It abides by the highest standards for clinical trials, 
and all its operations. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. Uh, within that $2.3 billion is a criminal fine of $1.195 billion, which makes it the largest criminal fine in history. Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. Public health may be at risk, and there's a real danger for patients that the medical providers who prescribed the medicine or the device aren't provided with, don't have full information about the drug's risks and benefits. It obliges by the highest standards for clinical trials and all its operations. The Office of the Inspector General in this department, and Dan Levinson is here on the stage with me this morning, uh, spent four years in the conduct of this investigation. They didn't just implicate Pfizer. They actually identified and charged the senior managers who were responsible for the fraud. Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it Pfizer always abides by all laws and regulations. Well, they got a $2.3 billion health care fraud settlement, which is the largest in history. In that $2.3 billion, $1.3 billion was the largest criminal fine in history. Largest, and this is all the Christians, and again, I know I'm speaking to the choir, lined up as if these people were God himself. They just trusted them. They just trust these people, which are all leftists, which are all the Christians' ideological and theological and philosophical opponents. And I want everybody to think about this. The church worldwide, and again, 583 people are on the platform right now. I'm just, and I know I'm preaching to the choir. I'm talking about all the other people, all the other Christians, the millions upon millions of vaccinated Christians took a vaccine from people controlled by the Antichrist spirit, took a vaccine from bourgeois leftist baby butchering hacks, that are, that are Democrats, that believe in transgenderism, that believe in lopping off body parts, that believe in the climate change hoax. Many of them worship Satan directly, that are baby butchering monstrosities for all, for, for all, for all, you know, for all times of, of, of the gestation period with all, all levels of pregnancy, first month, second month, third month, fourth uh, trimester is the word I was thinking of, for all trimesters of pregnancy. Before, during, and after birth, they want. These are people who want to murder babies in California, and I believe it just passed, up to 28 days after they're born. And you took their vaccine, same people, same people. Why do you think Pfizer has any credibility? Why, why do you think they have any legitimacy to inject you with a fluid into your bloodstream for life? Why? If you're vaccinated and you're watching this, you need to pray to get that out of your body now and that all ill effects are healed in Jesus' mighty name. And why was it that they lost all that money, $2.3 billion, which they don't care about. They've made hundreds and hundreds of billions off this latest vaccine. So even if they get sued for 50 or 60 billion, you know, 30 times, if they lost 30 times they lost in this settlement, doesn't matter to them. They, why did they get sued and why did they lose? Because they did not pro provide risk data. And he was just asked by Malcolm Roberts, did Pfizer research long-term effects? No, they don't care. They don't care about that. Let's look at what they've done here. Kevin, we, the people video, Pfizer gave an experimental drug to 200 Nigerian children without telling their parents <laughs> that an approved cure already existed. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Just like ivermectin, just like hydroxychloroquine, just like monoclonal therapies, just like zinc, just like vitamin D and sunlight. 
Imagine that. They send you to where all those things aren't and then inject you with something they have absolutely no idea. Well, they have, in my opinion, they did know what it was going to do. But Pfizer gave this drug to 200 Nigerian children and they knew that a cure already existed to the disease they were injecting them to allegedly prevent. Play for me, Will. The last hurdle of a decade-long compensation claim battle. 17-year-old Shamsu undergoes a DNA test to prove he's a victim of a failed drug trial by the pharmaceutical company Pfizer that happened 15 years ago in Kano State, Nigeria. 11 children were killed and several more injured when Pfizer tested out a drug called Troven on 200 children. The drug was supposed to treat a deadly regional outbreak of meningitis. Pfizer agreed to pay $75 million in compensation in 2009, but they introduced DNA testing as part of the process for qualifying for the payment. Back at home, survivors like Shamsu, who was crippled, and their families feel the DNA test is designed to deny them of the compensation money. Many say they've already provided Pfizer with documents proving their children were part of the trial. In the climate form we filled, they stated clearly that only when we undergo a DNA test, they will pay the compensation. Pfizer, which denies all wrongdoing, even though it's agreed to pay out $75 million, says the DNA test is designed to guard against fraudulent claims. As we're talking, we have about, we've, we've collected samples from 547 people and only 200 people participated in the study. So what do we do? But many of the victims are poor and illiterate. They don't understand what DNA testing is and fear it's another attempt by Pfizer to make them guinea pigs in a new drug trial. Some victims abandoned their claims when DNA testing was introduced as a condition of receiving payment. Some of the compensation money released by Pfizer has gone into building this $25 million medical research and disease control center. The hope is that one day locals will be able to deal with things like outbreaks of disease and medical epidemics themselves. It may go some way to healing the wounds of Pfizer's experiment and benefit the survivors who are simply too afraid to go for DNA testing. Just make sure that you got the stats on this now. They, they injected 200 Nigerian children without telling the parents that there was a viable option. Now, this kid right here was perfectly fine. Now, where's Pfizer for the rest of his life? All of you, all of you virtuous vaccine people, where's Pfizer for the rest? You, you must think Pfizer is virtuous. And they're just great bunch of people who have your health, that your health is the first thing on their mind. Their first priority is your health. For the rest of his life, where's Pfizer? What are they going to do with him? There was a viable option. They did not need to inject this boy. And they killed 11 out of 200 people. Killed them. Dead. And all the Christians lined up to take this vaccination and shut down their churches and put masks on at the behest of of Pfizer stooges, which was Republicans and Democrats. Amazing to me. You're like, Tom, you're mad. Like, yeah, I'm mad. This makes me mad. Yeah. Where are you, where, what's he going to do for the rest of his life? Where's Pfizer? Listen, I've got a great missionary friend. I'm going to have to send him to try to find this kid and lay hands on him and give him back his life in Jesus' mighty name. Because we lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. 11 out of 200 kids dead and there was a viable option. 
They never needed to be injected, and this is what they did. 11 out of 200 dead. Others had organ failure, brain damage, and paralysis, and we know that Bill Gates paralyzed 496,000 kids in India. What he just waltzes around, and everybody on the left, bourgeois leftist, elitist media, treats him like some sort of shaman god. As if he knows, as if he's some sort of PhD or MD or whatever it may be. He's nothing. He's nobody but a demonic person. He's just somebody controlled by Satan. This is what happens. Amazing to me. I mean, I know I'm 613 people on the platform right now, and I know that I'm preaching to the choir. I'm not yelling at you if you're part of the choir. I am yelling at the occasional person who makes a mistake and comes on this podcast. And you know, you need to be hearing the truth about those that you think are so virtuous and care so much about your health that you just don't even question them. And you line up because they're coming again. This isn't the end of it. Demons already always repeat the exact same behavior. We're seeing the exact same behavior now that we saw in the 1930s and 40s right out of Nazi Germany. It's the exact same behavior. This is what Hitler did to people, too, with his experimental, uh, his experimental medical procedures and his, his experimental uh, medications and vaccines. All right, Pelham video, bombshell. Pfizer employees were given a special batch. Play it for me. I read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. What an absolute bold-faced freaking lie once again from Pfizer. The $2.3 billion that they paid for health care fraud. $1.3 billion criminal fine that they paid for health care fraud. Here's another bold-faced lie. So get this, it's very weird, isn't it? All of us conspiracy theorists over the last year have really questioned whether or not like Albert Borla, did he take his own vaccine? You think Joe Biden has taken five jabs? He's stupid enough. He probably did. We know that like people like Barack Hussein Obama and Oprah Winfrey and John Kerry and Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them. You really think they're vaccinated with this? And we, we've undercut, we've, we've, uh, Un- uncovered the fraud in Spain where all of their celebrities all is an exaggeration but many of their celebrities and many of their 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 uh, upper uh, upper echelon government officials were all caught with false uh, covid uh, vaccine passports were all caught with va- with with fraudulent vaccine passports they were never actually jabbed themselves why would that be those are the same people that locked down the entire country they locked down the entire country and mandated those vaccines on their citizenry, but they themselves didn't get, didn't take the vaccine and went and got a fraudulent vaccine pass. I wonder why that is. I wonder why it is that Pfizer, now you need to remember, in Australia and all these other countries, they're having to dump hundreds of millions of doses of vaccine because nobody's taking it anymore. So they're having to dump all the, and then Pfizer didn't want to uh, take any from the public supply. There's hundreds of millions of extras, hundreds of millions of extras. And Pfizer says that the reason why they didn't take the public supply of the Pfizer, the Pfizer vaccine was because they didn't want to deplete the public supply. Yeah. So they had, yeah, right, exactly. So Pfizer gets their own special batch that they didn't get. They didn't, and then they didn't even send that special batch to the TGA, which is the Australian version of the CDC. So who knows what these people took? I know what they took. Saline solution. Yep. 
Absolutely nothing is what they took. I guarantee you those two idiots that are that are testifying right there have never taken a COVID va- or literal COVID vaccine in their lives. They wouldn't put that junk in their body. They don't want ADE. They don't want myocarditis. They don't want blood clots. They don't want pericarditis. They don't want to make their wife miscarry. They don't want any of that. So they themselves got their own special batch. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing how it's just, it's just a coincidence, though, because they just didn't want to deplete the public supply, of which there's hundreds and hundreds of millions of extra doses. All right, here's another one. Senator, this is all Australia. Nothing going on in the United States. There should be, because according to Edward Dow, we're up 23 to 24% in excess deaths. This year. This year. In what age category? 25 to 64 and what, why, why 25 to 64? Why the highest of 25 to 64? Because they were all mandated by their employees, by their employers. And all of those employees need to be suing their employers. Yep. I don't care what you got. If you got COVID over and over again after you took the vaccine, you need to sue the crap out of your employer. All right, Senator Gerard Rennick video. Last night, the Senate finally got the question at Pfizer as to the effectiveness of the COVID vaccine. Here's, here's the specific on it. Explain how the vax produces myocarditis. He's asked, he asked them over and over again, explain how the vaccine produces myocarditis and watch their answers. Play it for me. Given that uh, according to the Pfizer non-clinical report, there was no carcinogenic tests, no genotoxicity tests, no immunotoxicity tests, no uh, iteration studies, interaction studies with other medicines, no longitudinal studies. And I note that in regards to pregnancy and lactation, that studies were conducted on rats. Um, does, how can Pfizer say that the vaccine was unequivocally safe without qualifying any risks around the vaccine? Uh, Senator, I don't have that report in front of me, so I'm afraid I can't talk to that. What I can say is that the TGA is one of the world's leading regulators. Okay, okay. Well, well, you can take my word for it. I'm happy to table this document. Okay. So it it clearly stated that a number of tests were not conducted. Okay. And given that those tests weren't conducted, and I accept it was a short time frame, we had a short time frame, but that doesn't remove the risk that certain risks were not analysed and you never highlighted those risks when the vaccine was rolled out? Senator, I disagree with that statement. I think there was well, a very well, clear assessment uh, of the benefit of yeah. The therapeutic nice, goods nice is a very thorough and very competent authority, perfectly able to reach a decision based that, on data which it, which it well, reviews. Okay. So, so initially when the vaccine was rolled out, myocarditis and pericarditis wasn't a recognised side effect. Does Pfizer understand why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis and if not how then can it guarantee that it's not also injuring other organs and can you explain the process why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis i'll take that dr hewitt sure. um, based on our clinical trials and pharmacovigilance data as well as real world evidence following the distribution now of, of billions of doses of vaccine we retain confidence, strong confidence in the safety profile of the vaccine. So, sorry, Chair, point of order, point sorry, of order. I've asked, do you understand why it causes, I know that it's a low risk, I'm asking, do you understand why it causes myocarditis? I want you, I want you to explain to me why it causes myocarditis. Do you why understand it? why it causes myocarditis? 
Pfizer is aware of very rare reports of myocarditis and pericarditis that have been temporarily associated with vaccination. Well, that's However, still ongoing for some people. Senator Redick, Dr Through should answer the question. Thank you, Dr Through. According to public health experts and regulatory authorities around the globe, the number of reports of myocarditis remains small. Well, I'm not referring to the number of reports. I want you to explain to me the mechanism of how the vaccine causes myocarditis. Do you or do you not understand the mechanism of why the vaccine causes myocarditis? It looks to me like you don't. And if you don't understand it, why are you saying the vaccine is safe? without qualifying the risks. So, so um, Senator Rennick, I think uh, Dr. Theroux is actually... All right, so there we go. I could let that go on and on because you can just see they never do. They never, in all the video that I've watched, they never answered a question yet. He's simply asking them, explain to us, just give us the mechanics of why it is that, again, just playing devil's advocate, I mean literally Satan's advocate here yeah. for Pfizer. If it's, if it's rare, show, just tell us why in these rare circumstances, although in the military, myocarditis, our military, myocarditis until Lloyd Austin suppressed the DMED site, DMED statistics, myocarditis was up 200 to 400%. But that's, you know, again, rare circumstances as usual, very rare circumstances. But it, if it, just explain to us the mechanics of how it does it. What does it do? What does your lipo nanoparticles, your S-spike proteins, whatever it may be, your ACE receptors, whatever it is, whatever it is, how do they cause myocarditis? In those rare circumstances, those rare circumstances that it happens, they don't answer. They just start deferring to TGA and CDC. This is your vaccine. You had clinical trials, allegedly. Of course, in the clinical trials, 1,200 people died of it. And if you, you are more likely to get COVID in the vaccine group, than you were in the control group. So, and, and the vaccine had efficacy for less than a week, which is, which is all in, that, in, that, in, in their vaccine developmental data that they wanted to keep classified for 75 years. So they're just, they don't answer any questions. They refuse to answer a question. Here's another one for you. Wide Awake Media, Dr. Mike Eden, former vice president of global division, head of at Pfizer. Tells Dr. Drew that the experimental mRNA injections administered during COVID were deliberately formulated to accumulate in the ovaries and produce mass infertility. I can't be. It's doc, I mean, this this has to be. This has to be a right wing conspiracy theory on the TL, the theorist on the TLP. No, this is Dr. Mike Eden. Most of you have seen him before, former vice president of, and, and global division head at Pfizer. So he might know what he's talking about when it comes to pharmaceuticals and vaccines. Correct? Yeah. Let's listen. Play it for me. The mRNA products from Moderna and, and Pfizer BioNTech, they were encapsulated in a formulation. It's normal to formulate drugs, to give them structure, and to allow them to travel around the body in slow release and so on. What did they pick? Lipid nanoparticles, the macro carriers for these molecules, are known to have a characteristic that's rather upsetting. That characteristic is they accumulate in the ovaries of every species tested. This formulation was chosen, in my view, in the full knowledge that it would accumulate in the ovaries of girls and women. That, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, is what's happened to every single female administered this material. One of the things I spotted uh, early uh, was a weak but important homology between spike protein 
and a protein vital in pregnancy called syncytium yes. 1. The concern I had would be if they did mount an effective immune response to this foreign protein that was a little bit similar to you, some of your immune response might spill over and attack that thing that's slightly similar in you. And the prediction would be if that happened, it would impact fertility and childbirth. And all around the world, what is happening? A fall of 10 to 15% right. in the rate of live births everywhere you look. All right, so real quick, going backwards to forwards, fall basically worldwide in all reporting countries. Now, that would include some countries that didn't take the vaccine because they're not first world countries. But in all, basically all first world countries, we have a fall in live births of 10 to 15 percent in the United States of America. In the United States, according to Edward Dowd, former BlackRock executive, statistical genius, we're looking at a 23 to 24% excess death rate. That's in the 25 to 64 year olds. And it's about the same. It is a little, maybe a little less, a little bit more in some others, but all, all age categories are up in excess deaths. Since the vaccine rollout, very strange, isn't it? In an overall 10 to 15% decline in live births worldwide in all first world countries. Why would that be now? This only addresses... The woman side of the vaccine, where you have lipid nanoparticles, which are known to accumulate, get this now, in all species. So in all mammals that deliver live babies, lipid nanoparticles are known. This is Dr. Mike Yeadon, former vice president and global division at Pfizer. Aaron, what's his other title you had? Uh He's got another respiratory thing. If you get it, let me know. Yell it out. But... This is doctor, when you know it, get my attention somehow. Just put yeah. yourself on if you get it. Yeah, there you it's, go. Uh, it's uh, worldwide head of respiratory research at Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy kind of knows what he's talking about, right? Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. So he, he, he's telling you, so if he knows, then Pfizer knows because he is Pfizer or he was Pfizer. Lipid nanoparticles, which are the deliverers of Spike are known to accumulate in all animals that deliver live babies, known to accumulate in the ovaries and drive down, drive, drive miscarriages and drive infertility. 28 out of 32 women in the Pfizer trial miscarried. That's not even including the 1,223 people that died in the Pfizer trial of the Pfizer vaccine. So you can add another 28 people that died to the 1,223 that died in the Pfizer trial. And then you have Rochelle Walensky and Joe Biden and Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci all come out and call it safe and effective. And then it stops transmission and infection when it was never even tested to see if it stops transmission and infection and then mandated it based on it stopping transmission and infection. And many other companies because they're cowards and many other churches because their cowards grabbed their ankles and mandated it too. You know, save your neighbor, save your parents, save your, save your grandparents, get vaccinated. It does nothing to stop transmission and infection, as did your mask did nothing. Social distancing did nothing. Lockdowns did nothing. All they did was make COVID worse or do nothing. Those are your two options. Let's remember that. So they are driving down. These are all the people. We all know it. Kamal Harris, we just played a video two weeks ago. Kamal Harris talking about overpopulation. Bill Gates, who gave tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, tens of millions of dollars to each 
to create COVID-19 so he could lower the earth's population via his vaccines. He heavily invests in these mRNA vaccinations, finds out after, I mean, after two, three, two and a half, three years of pimping and whoring them to the public, saying that they stop transmission and infection, saying that they stop hospitalization and death. They do none of those things. They drive up all of them because the vaccinated carry more of a viral load than the unvaccinated, and they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which makes them a more significant vector and somebody that's more likely to transmit it because they're endlessly infected time and time and time again. As we've seen Joe Biden infected at least three times, at least three times by COVID-19, after publicly saying you get vaccinated, you won't catch it. <laughs> these are the same people trying to load, these are the people that butcher, they, listen, they're butchering 40 to 60 million babies a year. These are people who want to lower the earth's population. They hate you. They're murderers from the beginning, just like their father, the devil, in John chapter 8, verse 44. Why would you take their vaccine? Why would any Christian take a baby butcher's vaccine, a transgender homosexual agenda supporting person's vaccine? That's what Pfizer is. That's what Moderna is. That's what Fauci is. That's what Lewinsky is. That's who Biden is. That's who the FDA is. That's who the NIH is. That's who the NAID is. Period. It blows my mind. For the last 41 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, the Christian response blows my mind. Blows my mind. All right, where the heck am I? Wide awake media? All right, here we go. After denying that people were wide awake media video, after denying that people were coerced into taking the, the, the Pfizer denies, after Pfizer denies that people were coerced into taking their dangerous and ineffective mRNA injections, Pfizer executives get absolutely grilled by Australia Center. Here he is again, Gerard Rennick. Play for me, Will. People were forced to take a vaccine that you said, and you've said today, was effective in preventing infection. And that's not the real-world data. The real-world data showed that almost 50% of the population, despite being vaccinated twice, if not three times, caught COVID. And you've just said it's very difficult to measure the duration. So are you going to retract the statement that the vaccine was effective? Because you've basically contradicted yourself already. Senator, the virus had uh, approval for the prevention of infection, for the prevention of severe disease and the prevention of hospitalisation, despite the fact that the virus had evolved, had mutated significantly, vaccination remained significantly effective against severe disease and hospitalisation for prolonged periods. OK, I'll move on to say thank you. May I say something? I actually reject your statement that people were forced to take the vaccine. Initially, when the vaccine... So Pfizer just denied that anybody was ever forced to take the vaccine. Now, here's another senator's response. Paula, Pauline Hansen video. Play for me, Will. Um, Dr. Threw, you actually made a comment that no one was forced to have the vaccination. Who made the comment? Was it Dr. Threw? I believe I made that You made that comment? Right. Mm-hmm. You were in Australia during COVID-19. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Mandates or vaccine requirements are determined (laughs) by governments and health authorities. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. 
a lot of Australians will disagree with you on that one. So don't worry, the Pfizer horse says that he firmly doesn't believe anybody was forced to take the vaccination. Just because people were, you either get vaccinated or you lose your job, get kicked out of the military, whatever it may be. I mean, thousands of doctors and nurses worldwide, they have a nurse and doctor shortage in Australia right now where they're being forced to let back unvaccinated people 41 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And I love how they say this vaccine was designed to stop illness. When how many times have we, how many times have we showed videos? How many times have we showed tweets of all of the, uh, Pledges of allegiance to the globalist order where people say, well, I got COVID again, but I'm very thankful that I'm vaccinated. How did it stop illness? But people were forced to take it or lose their jobs, get kicked out of the military, lose your contractor job with the federal government, lose your federal, your federal job, your federal employment with the, with the government, whatever it may be, your governmental job. Whatever it is. And if Joe Biden had his way, every company in America with more than 100 employees, you would have lost your job. The only reason why that didn't happen was they were federally sued in federal court and it was overturned because it's unconstitutional, which all of them are, including the military. The military is taking an unlawful vaccine to this day. They're still mandated to take it. It's still part, really part of their service record. They have to take it. And it's still illegal because it's not comerity. It's not an FDA-approved drug. It's illegal. It's a violation of the military contract. People were, were forced to take it, so I, of course, brought the receipts. Here, here we'll start off with, were they forced or were they not? Well, let's listen to Jacinda Ardern. Play it for me, Will. So you basically see it. This is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. Can you describe the people... So she just answered. So you've created two. Pfizer says the Pfizer hack, the Pfizer whore says, no, I, I am very convinced. I'm I am very firm in my belief that nobody was forced. That's, that's that not forced that you have created. She Jacinda Ardern is asked point blank. You are you basically are you comfortable with creating two classes of human beings inside of New Zealand vaccinated and unvaccinated? Yep, that's what it is. The vaccinated will be able to travel. The vaccinated will be able to be employed. The vaccinated will be able to get groceries. The vaccinated will be able to travel, whatever it is. But the unvaccinated will not be able to. Are you comfortable with that? Yep. But they weren't forced, according to Pfizer. They were forced. Now, here's another one. Know your human rights video. Dan Andrews, play it for me, Will. So first of all, uh, I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. It's very, very simple. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to, I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back, right? We want to be free, we're going to be free. We're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. Does that mean you don't have confidence in that 80% number anymore? No, no, not, not at all. We've just got to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And it's not about, it's not about the ultimate number. But will there be exemptions? I, I know you've just said there's a lot of... No, there'll be, there'll be detailed consultations and I'm not looking to exempt anyone. I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the business of encouraging uh, and where necessary through 
orders signed by the Chief Health Officer mandating people getting vaccinated where they pose a significant risk. There's too much, there's too much at stake. You will need to be double vaxxed as, a, as an authorised worker. Even when after we get to 80% and the authorisations are no longer there, the mandate, the rule, the Chief Health Officer direction will stay in place because cases will still be an issue then. But no, that's not, that's not the case. We're going to have a vaccinated economy and we're going to lock some people out because that is far better than locking everybody down. That's the decision that we've made and I would appeal to people, these vaccines are safe and they work. So please go and get one. So he's basing it once again on keeping people safe. And let's just address that. Safe from what? Safe from what exactly? He says he's for mandating because there's too much at stake. What's at stake? 99.9% survival virus. Those who are 0 to 19 years of age are 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. Has the exact same death rate as the flu. 99.9% survival virus. 0.1% death rate. And there's too much at stake, so the vaccines have to be mandatory. And now, the mandatory for what? To stop transmission and infection. Based on a vaccine that wasn't even tried, wasn't even tested to see if it stops transmission and infection. Why are you showing old videos, Tom? Because they're coming again with this. Yep. It'll, be, it'll be climate change or uh, Bill Gates' latest catastrophic contagion convention, his Sears virus. Whatever it may be, they're going to come again. It won't be a dire virus. It won't be something with a 30 or 40% death rate. It'll be the same thing because they're not going to risk their own lives. So they'll do it again. They're already discussing climate lockdowns. That's why they want to jam you into 15-minute cities. That's why they want to they only have six banks available. Fi- available. 16, uh, um, six banks available. 15-minute cities. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. All these small businesses closed. Make sure that you're an electric car so that they can control whether or not you can fuel that car because you're fueling it through the grid, which is fueled by fossil fuels anyway. Again, it doesn't make any sense to have an electric car because it's still charged by fossil fuels. It uses the exact same amount of fossil fuels, if not more, way more to develop the car. But again, I digress. So, I mean, even using the verbiage that Dan Andrews used in that video. And again, Pfizer's saying that this was never forced on anybody. You have an authorized worker list. Yavolia, <laughs> commandant. Yeah. Right out of Stalin. This is an Australian. This man just got reelected, too. Authorized. If you're on the authorized worker list. <laughs> I mean, it's truly amazing that people put up with this. I, I mean, I, I, am, I, I just, I really can't. He's for, and another thing. He says we're going to lock some people out. And what's always funny to me is... We're going to lock people out so that we can be free. So you're going to use totalitarianism, totalitarianism, the antithesis of freedom, to usher in freedom. You're going to usher in freedom with mandates. So that's like saying I'm going to usher in truth with lies. So here's one last one for you. Remember, Pfizer said that it wasn't mandated. Daily Caller video. Play for me, Will. And more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers 
with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative. And again, fully vaccinated for what purpose? To stop transmission and infection? Using a vaccination that doesn't stop transmission and infection. Absolutely nonsensical. And Pfizer says nobody was forced. That was, that was basically mandating it to the entire country. Mandating it to the military. Mandating it to all federal workers. Mandating it to all federal contractors. And mandating it to all companies. That's what he was saying. I am issuing a decree that all private companies with more than 100 employees will be, every one of those employees have to be vaccinated. You received a fine per unvaccinated employee. I just bring all this, back, all this stuff back out because you need to know it's coming in and we need never forget that totalitarianism is right underneath the surface of our alleged democracy. Listen, I love you all. Go to Rumble. Really switch to Rumble. Love you all. Back here Tuesday night, 830. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.